Hello, sports fans, and welcome to another edition of Yesterday Sports on the Sports History Network. And make sure to check out sportshistorynetwork.com slash giveaways. I have two signed books I'm giving away. One is titled No Nonsense Old School Weight Training, and the other is Reliving 1970s Old School Football. Now it's time to take a sports break, a look at sports history on a daily basis. Hello, my friends of sports history. This is Darren Hayes of the Sports Jersey Dispatch Podcast. Welcome once again to the Pig Pen, your place for all things great in sports history. And welcome to your sports break for this January 14th edition, where we will talk about some of the greatest milestones in sports history and the athletes that were involved with them, as well as their uniform numbers that they may have worn during that part of their career or most of their career. But before we get to that, let's make sure that you are aware of our newsletter. It may be just the greatest bargain in sports. You know, it's absolutely free and you get it delivered to your email inbox. You don't even have to get up and go out on the front porch to get it. And every morning, 6.30 a.m., you'll hear everything that's going on in sports history from the pig pen. That's Pigskin Dispatch. That's Jersey Dispatch. That's Orville Mulligan Sports Trader and the SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Now, how, who can ask for a better deal than that? Enough about propping it up. It's so easy to sign up for it. Go to the show notes of this very podcast or the top of jerseydispatch.com or pigskindispatch.com and sign up for newsletter two easy questions and voila tomorrow morning you will have the newsletter from the pig pen now those january 14th uniform numbers we'll talk about and there's a bunch of them numbers 4 14 22 60 88 32 74 12 13 10 26 27 and number 53 it all starts off in 1927 january 14th and a man named hap day who wore the sweater with a number four on it for the toronto maple leafs scored the first hat trick in franchise history against the new york rangers January 14, 1940, number 14, Green Bay Packers end Don Hudson scored the lone touchdown in the 1940 NFL Pro Bowl as the Packers defeated the All-Star team made up of the other nine NFL clubs by the score of 16-7, with 38 ticks remaining in the first half. In punting situation, Cecil Isbell fired a strike from his own goal line to a racing Hudson who scored on a 92-yard surprise passing play, and that was the difference in that 16-7 Green Bay win. January 14, 1943, the Montreal Canadiens left wing Alex Smart became the first NHL rookie to score a hat-trick in the first NHL game that he played in. It was a 5-1 victory at home over the Chicago Blackhawks. January 14, 1946, Frank Bully Dankswitz. He was the top pick in the NFL draft by the Boston Yanks. Bully, who played quarterback for Notre Dame the year earlier, ended up wearing the number 22 jersey for the Yanks. In 1951, on the 14th of January, it was the first NFL Pro Bowl game. The Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum was the place, and the American Conference beat the National Conference 28-27. The game's most valuable player was Cleveland Browns quarterback number 60, Otto Graham. Now, this would be the final season that quarterbacks from the merged AAFC would be allowed to wear their old numbers in the NFL. The Browns' signal caller would wear number 14 for the balance of his career. And remember, this is 1951, so that is the first full season, 1950 season, where the uh, Browns and the Colts and the 49ers came over and merged into the NFL from the AAFC. 
January 14, 1961, the Chicago Bears' former player, Willard Duval, became the first NFL player to join the AFL. Now, Duval wore number 88 with both the Bears in the NFL and his new team in the AFL, the Houston Oilers. January 14, 1962, the 12th NFL Pro Bowl game was played at the Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum, and it was the Western Conference defeating the Eastern Conference by the score of 31-30, a real tight game. Most valuable players in this one were number 32, uh, Jim Brown of the Cleveland Browns, a great running back for the offensive side. And on the defense, the top player selected was Green Bay Packers defensive tackle number 74, Henry Jordan. January 14, 1964, it's the 14th NBA All-Star Game at the Boston Garden, and the East defeated the West 111-107. The most valuable player selected in this one was a point guard, number 14 of the Cincinnati Royals, one Oscar Robertson. We'll talk about more about him in just a moment. January 14, 1968, Super Bowl II at the Miami Orange Bowl in Miami. The Green Bay Packers defeated the Oakland Raiders 33-14. And the most valuable player was Bart Starr, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers, and he wore number 12 that day. Now, we talked about Oscar Robertson a second ago. He won the 14th uh, NBA All-Star Game MVP. Well, he also won the 19th on January 14th, 1969 at the Baltimore Civic Center. The East defeated the West 123-112. And as we said, that Cincinnati Royals point guard, number 14, Oscar Robertson, once again, most valuable player. He loved the All-Star Game being played on the 14th of January. January 14, 1973, Super Bowl VII, Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum in L.A. The Miami Dolphins defeated the Washington Redskins 14-7. And MVP of this game was Miami safety number 13, Jake Scott. And it's interesting that the Dolphins had a number 13 become a Super Bowl MVP, and it was not Dan Marino. Now remember, that game two is very significant. That was the 72 Dolphins regular season, and they finished that season by winning the Super Bowl, the only undefeated team to win a championship in the Super Bowl era of National Football League play. January 14, 1975, the 25th NBA All-Star Game, the Arizona Vets Memorial Coliseum in Phoenix, Arizona. The East defeated the West 108-102. Most valuable player of that game was New York Knicks point guard number 10, Walt Frazier. January 14, 1987, Catfish Hunter, who wore number 27 for the majority of his career, and Billy Williams, his most popular number one was 26, were elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. And on January 14th, 1993, Utah Jazz Center number 53, Mark Eaton, blocked two shots in a 96-89 win over the Seattle Supersonics. He became only the second player in NBA history, along with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, to record 3,000 career blocked shots. And that's some great sports history for this January 14th. Who could ask for anything more than that? We had a little bit of everything mixed in there. Some some great uh, baseball legends. We had some excellent basketball and football uh, right in there with the, all of the rest of them. And January 14th, truly a very important day in sports history. And we're glad you could join us and take this little sports break away from the rest of your day. 
Now, we do this each and every day. We'd love to have you back again, and we thank you for joining us here today. But in the meantime, if you still thirst for some more sports history, well, you can go to sportshistorynetwork.com. We have over 30 podcasters with some great uh, podcasts on sports history from all different sports and genres from around the world. I think you'll find something that you'll really latch on to and want to listen to until your uh, your ears get sore from your headphones. But uh, we, we enjoy that. Don't worry. You can come back each and every day. You can download and take them with you. There's thousands of hours there, sportshistorynetwork.com. Well, you can also go to our websites, pigskindispatch.com for some great football content and Jersey Dispatch, the home of this very podcast where you can catch not only the day-to-day sports history with uniforms, but you can go into some of the greatest players that have ever wore the numbers in all the four major sports in North America. Now, we have ice hockey. We have NBA. We have, uh, well, the NHL and ice hockey. Uh, We have the NFL, and we also have major league baseball something there is waiting for everybody find out if your favorite stars make the grade in our top 10s and top 15s of the greatest sports numbers at each jersey number in each sport so uh, it's a work in progress we still got some more to wrap up there but i think you'll find quite a bit of information uh, to enjoy so till tomorrow everybody have a great sports history day We're dribbling around and see the shot clock's almost out, so we got to put up our shot and come back tomorrow for some more great sports history. We invite you to check out our websites, jerseydispatch.com and pigskindispatch.com. Not only see the daily sports history, but to experience the preservation of great events and people that play the games. Find us on Pigskin Dispatch. It's also on social media outlets of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and don't forget the Pigskin Dispatch YouTube channel to get all your daily sports history. Pigskin Dispatch is happy to be associated with the Sports History Network, the sports headquarters of yesteryear, found at sportshistorynetwork.com. This podcast is part of the Sports History Network, your headquarters for the yesteryear of your favorite sport. You can learn more at sportshistorynetwork.com. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman, a.k.a. the Football History Dude, and I wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the Sports History Network. Our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear. And if you didn't know it already, we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics. In fact, here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network. Each week, the official Football Learning Academy podcast will take you deep into the history of pro football through interviews with players, coaches, or administrators in the NFL, as well as interviews with Pro Football Hall of Fame selectors, authors, and historians. You'll learn how the game evolved and important moments that shaped the sport into what it is today. And don't miss the Pro Football History Nugget of the Week. Listen to the official Football Learning Academy podcast on the Sports History Network. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, that's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.